Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. This is episode 9 from the week of September 9th, 2018. Well, it's great to be back here for another week here on a, a Sunday or Monday or whatever day you're you're listening to this. Um, we got some good stuff to discuss today. Uh, today we're going to be talking about some details about uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Um, there's also some new dates that were announced for Disney After Hours. So if you don't know what that is, I'll be going into a, a bit more of a deeper discussion on that for people that are unaware. Um, and then Disney Springs are is they're going to be having autumn-inspired foods. So if you're hungry, we have more foods that we're going to be discussing today. And then there's some 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 cool news coming over at the Disneyland theme park. Uh, some details were released on the Tropical Hideaway, which is a new section that's over in Adventureland. And then some of the hotels of Disneyland are getting dining enhancements. And then just some new locations for um, mobile ordering were announced at Disneyland as well. So let's uh, let's just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast. So, past couple weeks, we've been talking about Halloween, and in the first few episodes of the podcast, I had also discussed some things on uh, the Christmas holiday events that are happening this upcoming season. Uh, well, Disney had announced some details that are that's going to be happening over at the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party this this year. Uh, some some mostly returning events, but um, but yeah, we're just going to kind of go through that and and uh, discuss what they had announced. So, uh, so yeah, the, a couple weeks ago they released some information of like what you can do and see over there at the holiday season. Um, now, if you're not familiar with Ver- Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, it requires a special ticket to attend. 
Um, it's like a hard ticket event, very similar to the Halloween party. Um, and so this year it's being held from November 8th uh, through the 21st of December. Uh, and it starts at 7 p.m. and it will go through midnight. Um, but if you have a ticket, uh, if you're a party ticket holder, you can enter the park as early as 4 p.m. to enjoy just regular park offerings. Um, so this year, they um, one of the, the must-see offerings that's happening at the party is a, a frozen holiday wish. Uh, and that kind of starts each, that starts like each part, um, each party. So that happens pretty much at the beginning. So when guests are arriving early for the party, they can watch Anna and Elsa from Frozen, uh, and they'll have a a stage show uh, that culminates in the uh, Queen Elsa using her powers to transform the Cinderella castle into a shimmering ice palace for the holidays. So if you've never seen like any photos or if you've never been to the um, to the parties in the past, the it's really cool what happens to the uh, the castle. I mean, it's pretty much just like it's draped in like blue and like white icicles, and it's really cool. So that stage show kicks things off with Elsa just lighting up the the castle, um, and then. Uh, there's also Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration, and that's another stage show that's going to be happening. Uh, and that involves uh, like the Fab Five, which is uh, like Minnie, uh, Mickey, Donald, Daisy, uh, Goofy, and Pluto as well. Um, and there's, there's going to be a, a bunch of other characters that are dressed in their Christmas outfits, and they're going to be ringing in the season with holidays, carols, uh, old and new. So that's another cool stage show you can watch. And then there's also going to be the Christmas time, or sorry, the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. Uh, and that's going to have like marching toy soldiers, dancing gingerbread, brand, dancing gingerbread men, uh, as well as other Disney characters, and of course, Santa Claus. So that's, a, that's another option you could do, see the parade. And I assume they'll probably have like multiple showings of each of these, because that's usually what happens at the events, that they, they happen like uh, two times, sometimes three per night, uh, but usually like two times. So, so yeah, then the, the highlight of the night is, is the, uh, the Holiday Wishes Fireworks, and that's, uh, yeah, it's called Holiday Wishes Fireworks Celebrate the Spirit of the Season. Um, and that pretty much uh, just, of course, it's just a fireworks show, but it's supposed to be really awesome. Um, that kind of ends the night as well. Um, now, if you go to the party, they also offer guests complimentary hot cocoa and cookies. Um, so you'll get, I think you get as much as you want. You can just do whatever you need, uh, whatever, uh, get as many as you want. I think that's what happens. Um, and then, of course, there's going to be lots of um, character character greetings as well. Uh, and you'll see Jack Skellington as Sandy Claus. Um, I've always wanted to meet him as Sandy Claus. I've, I've, been, I've met him at the Halloween party, but I've, uh, I always want to see him in his holiday outfit. Um, and then you also, Scrooge McDuck will be out and about as well. And he's another rare character that you can meet. And, of course, there will be exclusive merchandise just for the event as well as special holiday treats so tickets for that are available starting at hundred and five dollars for adults um, now it gets kind of uh, more expensive as it gets closer to actual to to Christmas um, so I've I've always wanted to go to one of 
I've, I've always wanted to go to this party. I've been to the Halloween party, but I've never actually gone to Disney in December. Um, th- now, from what I hear, like like the first week or so of December is is actually not too bad, uh, like uh, crowd-wise. I mean, definitely the week of Christmas is just madness. But I mean, if you can maneuver the crowds, I mean, it'll. I think you'll be okay. But it's definitely probably not your your safest bet to go on uh the week of of christmas and new year's but uh but yeah so there the, the party is spread out again um through november 8th to the 21st so there's a lot of cool events to go to and i think if 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 you have any desire to do this i would i would definitely do it the heart the hard ticket event parties like this are are a lot of fun um and i i hope to try this one day so and then speaking of hard ticket events, Disney um, also announced um, some new dates for Disney After Hours. So, so stay tuned, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak on that in a little bit. So if you haven't heard of Disney After Hours, uh, it's a new event that Disney has been doing for guests that want to maximize their amount of times going on like attractions over at Magic Kingdom. So so what it is, they actually, once the park closes, they keep the, the park open for another three hours for this special hard ticketed event. And they, pre- they really limit the amount of guests that can buy a ticket so when you're at this event the park is pretty much empty almost every ride is like a five ten minute wait or it's just like a walk-on uh, I've seen lots of vloggers like like Tim tracker and a bunch of other people and just from what I've read um, that there's really no one in the park at this time um, so so for three hours you can pretty much just go on any ride do whatever you need um, and just go on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train as much as you want, Space Mountain as many times as you want. So they, they've been doing this and they've actually, so Disney, I guess it's become really popular. Uh, so they, they have announced some new dates uh, for this. So I get, I'm not really sure like how they're kind of spacing this out because like they have it for a while and then like they stop it. But I'm, so I'm not really sure what exactly they're doing with this, but for at the end of this year into next year, they they announced a lot of new dates for this. Um, so starting December 3rd, 2008 uh, through March 7th, 2019, um, you, you can now do this event. Uh, now it's only for about like 10 or so dates. So there's a few dates. There's four dates in January, 
three dates in February and again just one in March and then two in December um, so pretty much from in December the park is open from 10 a.m. to 1 a.m. in January uh, and a couple times in February the park is open from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. and then uh, one date in February and another date in March are open uh, from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Uh, if you want the specific dates, you can you can head over to the Disney Parks, um, DisneyWorld.com slash Disney After Hours. You can check out those dates and you can book as well. Um, but the, so if you if you want to know the price, uh, the advanced purchase ticket price is $125 plus tax, and the day of price is $129. So it is a bit steep, but I think. If so, I, I know some people might have like anxiety when it comes to like crowds, and they don't really like being in the parks that often, or they might not want they might not want to go to the parks at all, because it does get pretty crowded. Um, and I know this might be good for someone that ha might have like social anxiety or just like crowd level anxieties, um, because the parks really are empty. Um, so I think this could be a good option for someone that wants to explore the Magic Kingdom Park without having to worry about all of those crowds. Um, but if you're just like, if you're a ride enthusiast and need to ride everything, then this is like, this is for you. Um, personally, I don't think I would do it. I've been on all of the rides plenty of times in, in the past and again my approach to the parks now I think is a bit more relaxed so I don't think this is for me and that ticket price is pretty steep but I mean it would be kind of cool just to see the park like completely empty because apparently that's what happens at these events there's just no one there so so yeah they so again Disney announced some dates that's coming into the next year and if you're you're interested in at the, uh, if you're interested in this at all, I would definitely, I would definitely check it out because um, it might, it might be worth it. So, but, uh, but yeah, that's it for the uh, the hard ticket events, and uh, I hope you're hungry because there's a lot of cool stuff that's happening over at Disney Springs and lots of awesome autumn-inspired foods. So over at the Disney Springs and Walt Disney World, uh, this past Friday on September 7th, a new event, a new event began, which was called Wonderfall Flavors, uh, and it has everything uh, from like Harvest Tacos to pumpkin desserts, hard ciders, and other uh, cocktails as well. And again, these are all autumn inspired. So there's going to be you're probably going to have like a lot of apple, cinnamon stuff, and pumpkin stuff, and uh, it's yeah, it's really exciting because these fall is like my favorite season and I really wish I could visit Walt Disney World right now to try some of these things So 
I'm going to go through each restaurant and kind of just say the different, um, uh, the foods and drinks that they're going to have. I might, I probably won't describe all of them in detail, maybe like a few if some of them sound pretty good. But, um, but yeah, so, so over at Yasaki, I actually haven't heard of this one. Um, I don't know if this is new or not, but I want to have to check it out now. But yeah, so over at Yasaki, they have like a Harvish Fresh Bowl, uh, which is like a mix of like, um, it's like a healthy bowl with chicken breasts, kales, dried cranberries, and some other stuff like that. Um, but something they do have that sounds really awesome is the apple cinnamon sangria. Um, and that actually has Japanese plum wine, uh, this orange and lemon chilled with a fruit with frozen apples. And um, it's finished with a sprinkle of cinnamon on top. So that sounds really great. Um, over at Enzo's Hideaway, I actually ate there on my last trip and it's phenomenal. If you're, so if you're interested in Enzo's Hideaway, they have really great food over there. Um, they're going to have a couple new items. One is the Fall Harvest Soup, which is just like a roasted apple and winter squash soup. Um, and then for a drink, they're going to have a Pumpkin White Russian. Um, and that's, oh God, sounds good. It's vo uh, vodka, pumpkin spice, heavy cream. Um, so that sounds great. And then over at STK Orlando, there is the wonderful promo small plate, which has uh, pomegranate chili glazed shrimp. Uh, and then you can also uh, drink a, a nice glass of Pinot Grigio. Um, that's something that they're featuring there. And then if you go over to Maria and Enzo's, they have a Fabulous fall butternut squash gnocchi. Um, uh, gnocchi is so good, but I just feel like it's just a very heavy food, so I don't get it very often. Uh, but gnocchi is great if you haven't had it before. So this one actually has roasted butternut squash, uh, a Parmesan cream sauce, and a pumpkin seed pesto. Uh, and then they're also going to have what they're calling a Medici punch, which is bourbon uh, and cinnamon cider. So that sounds awesome. And over at Morimoto Asia, uh, sorry, Morimoto Asia. Um, so I know I've talked on the podcast how much I love pork belly. Uh, they are having a Cantonese style crispy Berkshire pork belly, um, which has like a maple bourbon on it, which sounds great. And then they also have a drink called the Fall All. Sorry, they have a drink called the Fall All Over. That was a tough one to say. Jeez. Um, but yeah, that has like Remy Martin, uh, Amaro, lemon, apricot preserves, and a spritz of cinnamon. So that's that drink sounds pretty great. Um, and then over at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, they have Bavarian roasted pork shanks. Um, they're pretty much like pig wings is what they're calling them. Uh, and that's served with a, like an Oktoberfest beer sauce and spatzel mac and cheese. So uh, I really want that. That sounds... That sounds really good. I love spatzel, but it's spatzel mac and cheese, which makes it even better. Um, and then there's the Air Pirates pretzels. So it's just uh, a flight of pretzels with spicy German mustard and beer cheese fondue. And then they have a drink called the Autumn Smash, with, which is Captain Morgan rum, lemon juice, peach nectar, simple syrup, and a touch of cinnamon. Um, and then over at the Boathouse, this is one restaurant I hear that is uh, highly recommended. I've never been and I really need to go. Uh, but they are having uh, a special Lucky Ducks oysters. Uh, and that's served with green apple champagne. 
And then they have a bronzed maple coffee, which is whiskey, muddled candy, coffee, and a maple whip cream garnish on top. So that sounds great. And then over at the Raglan Road Irish Pub and Restaurant, they have a pumpkin creme brulee uh, tart. Um, so that sounds awesome. And then a pumpkin, uh, sorry, pumpkin Bailey's Irish cream. So that's Bailey's Pumpkin Spice with Fresh Espresso. Uh, that sounds really great as well. Uh, over at Paddlefish, they have a braised pork shoulder uh, and then a Paddlefish hard apple, which is apple cider, bourbon, ginger beer. So it seems like it's like another version of maybe like a Moscow Mule kind of because it has ginger beer. Sounds really good though. Um, and then over at BB Wolf's Sausage Co., there is a smoked sausage that has uh, apple braised red cabbage, bacon, and like a beer cheese sauce, and that's on a, a roll. Uh, and then they have a Stella Artois apple cider over there. Uh, that's actually pretty good. I've had that before. Um, I don't know if that's the exact one that they sell in stores, but yeah, it's good. And then, oh, this is one of the things I want the most. Uh, over at the Daily Poutine, if you've never been to that uh, quick service location, go there. It's awesome. So they're at the Daily Poutine, they're going to have Oktoberfest Poutine, which has step gravy, bratwurst sausage, cheese curds, and cilantro. Oof, man, I, I need that. I was actually just in Canada a few weekends ago, and if you don't know, that's kind of how poutine is famous. It's a, it's a big thing over in Canada, and I made sure while I was there in Montreal I got some, and I did, and it's amazing if you've never had poutine before. Um, if you don't know what poutine is, it's pretty much just um, like the, the, it's pretty much just fries with like a gravy on it and then cheese curds, so... And that's this Oktoberfest has bratwurst sausage in it, which makes it even better. Um, and then also at the Daily Poutine, you can get another drink, which is a pineapple cider. Uh, and then uh, we're at uh, Amaret's uh, Patisserie. There is a caramel apple, uh, sorry, a caramel apricot cobbler, uh, and then a fall harvest petite cake. Um, and then also an apple cider Riesling wine slushy. Um, geez, all of these sound so good, and there's still a bit more. Um, I really wish I, I, I feel like I need to live in Orlando, because I, I wouldn't even go to the parks. I would just go to Disney Springs, like, every other night and just try all of the, these different foods. I would go broke. It's, 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 it's crazy. Um, let's see, what else we got here? We got over at the Polite, uh, Polite Pig, there's a Fall Harvest Taco, uh, and then there is the Apple Cider whiskey sour drink and then uh over at deluxe burger there is a apple whiskey jam and smoked sausage burger oh geez that sounds really good and then a, oh a pumpkin shake that sounds great pumpkin caramel graham crackers all swirl together so those are like the the 14 quick service locations as well as dining locations but they do have a, a bunch of different options as well um, I think the only, the only others I'm going to mention is at the 4R Cantina Barbacoa Food Truck, which is actually new that came out at the end of August. They have pumpkin spice churro balls, which sound fantastic. And, uh, over at Chicken Guy, which is also a new location, um, it is having a cinnamon apple milkshake. So 
So, yeah, there's a lot. Um, and there's a, a bunch of other margarita-inspired uh, hard ciders, or hard ciders uh, at, like, different vending carts throughout the the Disney Springs. So, so okay, so hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully you're going to be there this fall because there's a lot of great treats happening over there. Um, again, I wish I could be there for all of this. I'm, I'm really jealous that I can't, I can't try any of these. Hopefully, like, next fall they'll have it if I can, if I can go then. Who knows? I'm not sure when I'll be able to get that. But, uh, but yeah, I think to me the standouts are probably I really want to try that pork belly at uh, Morimoto Asia as well as those pork shanks at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Um, and definitely need to get the Pumpkin Bailey's Irish Coffee at Raglan Road. Um, and of course, the Oktoberfest Poutine at the Daily Poutine. So, uh, but yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's all the treats. Um, so I'm, I really hope that you guys like when I kind of read through these foods. Um, I know it's a bit different than news, but I mean, I, I really love all the food at, at Disney World. And I think like... Part of the attraction at Disney World now is is the food. I mean, I, I think at least for me, like as I've gotten older, I kind of go down there for the food, um, and so it's it's always so great seeing all the different creative and unique food items that they have, and there's there's something different for everyone. So, but yeah, so uh, that's actually gonna wrap up the news over at uh, Disney World this week. But there's there's a cool there's some cool news happening over at Disneyland uh, that I want to get into. So so uh, let's uh, let's take a quick break and um, we're gonna head on over to the West Coast over at Disneyland. that there was a new area that's going to be over in Adventureland at the Disneyland Park uh, and it's going to be called the Tropical Hideaway. Now they didn't release a lot of information at the time but this past week they gave us some details but they didn't really go that uh, they didn't really go too in-depth in details but but here's what they said that um, they, they said it's going to serve as like an exotic marketplace where there'll be uh, a variety of unique food and beverage items uh, some of the food items they mentioned are different types of uh, steamed bao buns. Uh, there would be like a chilled ramen salad as well as a, a sweet pineapple lumpia, which is pretty much just a spring roll uh, filled with pineapple and sweet uh, cream cheese. Now, actually, I think they have a pretty similar one over like that in Pandora. And I remember the, the one in Pandora I tried was fantastic. It was It's really good. I think it's located over that at the... Um, there's like a booth outside that serves alcohol, um, so I'm pretty sure it was over in there that I got it. Uh, but I remember that being that I remember that being really good. So that sounds kind of similar. But 
So yeah, the, the Tropical Hideaway is going to be like, they, they're going to have an open air dock where there's going to be a view of the Jungle River waterfront. So I suppose that that means they'll be able to watch the guests on the Jungle Cruise go by. Um, and the dock's going to be playing the musical sounds of the tropics. And also, as soon as the sun goes down, like torch lights will illuminate the area and it's going to make it into a, a great nighttime venue. Um, now the the... The concept art of this looks really great. I know it's under construction now, and it's actually going to be opening uh, later this year over at Disneyland. Now, that's that's all really all the information that they released. They didn't really say too much. Um, so they said they, they are going to announce uh, more in the coming future. I don't know how soon, but hopefully sooner rather than later. But... Um, but yeah, so that's one of the things that's happening over at the Disneyland Park. And they actually did announce that there's um, some new dining enhancements that's going to the hotels over at the Disneyland Resort. Um, and a couple of the fast food, uh, fast casual food spots are kind of getting spruced up over at Disneyland. Um, where there's going to be like a new bar seating for pool goers and hotel guests. So one of the popular places that people like to go is the... Um, the Tangaroa Terrace, which is over at the Disneyland Hotel. Now that's going to be closing soon and it's going to reopen as early as uh, 2019 as the Tangaroa Terrace Bar and Grill. Um, and it's like a 50s inspired tiki uh, design. Um, and so guests, there, guests can expect that there's going to be a new out bar, uh, outdoor bar as well as a fresh patio. And it's still going to be serving uh, all island cocktails and as well as Asian-inspired uh, food. Um, so yeah, a lot of the interior space is going to be different. Um, and then there is actually going to be a dedicated service window just for various coffee selections in the morning. And of course, you'll still be able to get your, your Dole Whip um, at any time. And you'll be able to get that if you're sitting poolside, so that'll be nice. Um, and then the grill that's there is going to offer options for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, as, and it's going to have uh, an open-air marketplace marketplace feel. And you can also get some like quick bites there to eat. Um, so while it's actually uh, the Tangaro Terrace is under refurbishment, uh, you can get some of its menu offerings over at the Coffee House. Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar and Steakhouse 55. Um, so then in, if we move on over and walk down the street from the Disneyland Hotel and you go over to the Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa, uh, Whitewater Snacks uh, will also close soon and reopen later this year with a new look. They don't have much detail on that, um, but... Uh, if you're looking for grab-and-go food and beverage options, you can check out Hearthstone Lounge. Um, now, again, yep, they didn't really say too much, um, but there's actually a, uh, the last thing they did mention about the Grand California Hotel is that there is a new pool bar opening in spring 2019. Um, so yeah, those are, those are all the enhancements that are coming to the Disneyland resorts, uh, or to the Disneyland hotels. Um, so I know a lot of people are excited about the Tangaro Terrace, um, but I guess they're kind of doing this because that other hotel is on hold. Um, uh, maybe they were like, okay, well, if we can't do any construction, um, on the new hotel, then maybe we'll just spruce up the other hotels that we have now just a tiny bit. Uh, but yeah, if you don't, if if you're not sure what I'm talking about, 
Um, a few weeks ago, I reported that Disneyland, they were actually in the middle of building a brand new luxury hotel, uh, but something with the city of Anaheim uh, kind of messed that up, and they had to stop construction, so I don't know if it's going to go, if it's going to start again anytime soon, but but yeah, that's kind of, that's what I was talking about, so, but um. But yeah, so those were the new uh, dining enhancements over at the Disneyland Resort. Um, but the last thing I did want to mention was that there's just some new um, mobile ordering options uh, for food uh, over at Disneyland. So uh, as of this week, guests can now uh, use mobile ordering at the Harbor Galley and Tiki Juice Bar over at the Disneyland Park and the Bayside Brews at the California Adventure. And then... Next month, there's actually it's actually be coming to some more places with the Stage Door Cafe, the Royal Street Veranda, the uh, Edelwiss Snacks, and the Refreshment Corner over at the Disneyland Parks, or at the Disneyland Park. Um, now it's already available at a lot of different options, uh, like the Jolly Holiday Cafe, um, Flo's V8 Cafe. There, there's a lot so far, so. Um, again, if you're not familiar with mobile, um, mobile food ordering, you can just go in to your app and uh, buy the food in advance and pick it up at a window. It saves a lot of time. I've, I've talked about it enough on the podcast so far. Um, but yeah, so just some new locations over at the Disneyland Resort. But that's going to wrap it up for the news this week. And uh, I'm going to bring back a segment that, um, that I haven't done in the past few weeks. So, so stay tuned. So on this week in Disney Parks history, there's there's a few cool items that uh that I had found out and um so Looking into the past, we saw that on September 2nd, 1979, the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad attraction opened up at Disneyland's Frontierland. Um, now, the Imagineer Tony Baxter had modeled this attraction after the the scenery he, he saw at uh, Bryce Canyon National Park in Utah. Um, and that actually, the, the, the ride actually replaced the mine train through nature's wonderland. Uh, and then the second Big Thunder Mountain Railroad actually opened up at Disney World in November of 1980. And then if we go to September 4th, 2001, uh, Disney's uh, theme park, uh, Tokyo Disney Sea, had its grand opening over in Tokyo and that had 20 attractions and it is Disney's second theme park in Japan and ninth in the world. Um, so Disney Sea is one of the parks that I want to see the most. I really want to get over there and I'm really jealous because two of my good friends are going to Tokyo and uh, other places in Japan for their honeymoon and they are actually going to Disney Sea. So I'm really jealous of them and I hope they have fun over there. So, but yeah, so we saw the anniversary this past week. And then on September 7th, 1984, 
Uh, Morocco. Uh, it, it was actually the first new World Showcase pavilion uh, that was added to the uh, to the roster since the park's opening in 1982. And now Morocco, that's located between France and Japan. Um, and that rec- uh, recreates the architecture and atmosphere of Casablanca, Fez, and Marrakesh. Um, now, a- another cool thing, if you don't know about it, um, if you're, say you're across World Showcase Lagoon and you're looking over at Morocco. Now, if you, if you look past Morocco, you're actually going to see the Hollywood Tower of Terror. Now, when they built the Hollywood Tower of Terror, they knew that it was going to be in the line site of Morocco. So, they they made the back end of the the uh, the Tower of Terror to make it look seamlessly when you're looking at Morocco. So, it kind of looks like that the Tower of Terror is a part of Morocco. So, next time you're at the Disney Parks, take a look at that and you'll you'll see what I mean. So, but um but yeah, that, those were the, the big three items that kind of happened uh, in this week's in Disney Parks history. But um, but yeah, so that's actually going to wrap it up for the show this week. Kind of a short and sweet show. Uh, nothing too crazy happening this week. There's the, a few smaller news items. But, um, but yeah, so that's it. And I'm going to send you over to the outro. everyone well thanks for tuning in this week i greatly appreciate it and uh, i hope you come back next week uh so if you're not already subscribed to the podcast make sure you do so over on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher or on anchor or pretty much however you listen to podcasts uh just hit that subscribe button and uh leave a review if you can as well that we'd uh, that would really help the podcast out um and definitely spread the word uh about us as well that'd be that'd be awesome um, but yeah, uh, check us out as well over at our website at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, and if you're not following us on social media uh, already, you can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Excess Press Podcast. And if you want, you can shoot me an email over at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com and let me know if you have any like questions or comments or anything. Uh, and also, if you're subscribed to the Anchor app, you can actually send a voice message. So if you have like tips, comments, questions, or, or anything like that, just uh, let me know and I can actually play your message on an upcoming episode. But, uh, but yeah, so thanks for tuning in this week and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the XS Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.